stay tuned for Captain Tracy Began of the Living Beyond Pain podcast, produced by the Defense Health Agency. Welcome back to the Living Beyond Pain podcast. Today's episode is going to focus on medication and the impact that it can have on managing chronic pain. And we're really excited to have Dr. Jennifer Potter, who's a family physician at Madigan Army Medical Center, and she's also a veteran and has served on active duty. Welcome to the show, Dr. Potter, and thank you for sharing your expertise with us. Thank you. Glad to be here. Dr. Potter, can you tell us a little bit about the shift that's happening right now with prescribing medication for chronic pain? Absolutely. I would say in the past, you know, maybe 15 years ago, that it was very common for pain that we were taught to just keep using opioids and increase as we needed to, to help people's pain and really focus on taking all of that pain away. Now, though, we've, we've learned different and really concerned for safety of our patients and that using the opioids the way we were, have been taught is actually concerning and can lead to catastrophic consequences for our patients. And so we're steering away from that method of treatment and looking at other safer options. So if I'm understanding you right, opioids are effective for treating acute pain and short-term pain, but the effects that long-term use of opioids can have some pretty negative outcomes for patients. Absolutely. So there's definitely a role for using medications in managing pain, but identifying what the pain is about and what type of pain it is is really important. So there's a difference with acute pain versus chronic pain. And the, therefore, the, the treatments are really different as well. And can you remind our listeners what the difference between acute pain and chronic pain is? So acute pain, the best way I think about it is it happens because there's a purpose. In other words, it's a cue your body is telling you to do something or it feels pain because of some acute event. So there's a hot stove that you're burned on and you pull your finger away from it. Or you're having shin splints from running so much and your body says, hey, slow down. This hurts. I got to back off so I can start to feel better. And that's acute pain. It tends to last a shorter time, maximum three months, maybe up to six months. It's directly related to some type of soft tissue damage like a sprained ankle or a paper cut. But then it goes away when the, there's no longer an underlying cause for that pain. It heals and the pain resolves. So medications for acute pain are effective when they're treating that acute cause of the pain. The goal is you take it a short time, the pain reason is resolved, and then the, the pain goes away. Now, chronic pain is different. It typically lasts greater than three months. It's past that time of your normal tissue healing in your body. And it can be a result of many things. It can be a result from a chronic medical disease, injury, different medical treatments, 
just inflammation that didn't heal or just an unknown cause. We don't know why. But the bottom line is the pain is real. The pain has three components. There's a sensory component. You're feeling that pain. There's a cognitive component. So like, hey, how do I understand this pain and what to do about it? And emotional, how you feel about it. And that's really a change that we're seeing in how we treat chronic pain, that it's really looking at a multidisciplinary. So using, like you said, the really going at it from the sensory, the emotional, and, and the cognitive. So how we think about pain, how we experience our pain, and the emotions tied to it, and the physical sensations of pain. I know for myself... When I'm in pain, I think, oh, I need to go see the doctor. And I really focus on that physical sensation. But we're really looking to treat the pain from all of those different angles. And so that's challenging when we as patients are used to being treated in a certain way and going to a certain professional and, you know, the expert, right? The doctors are the expert. So making that shift to say, well, there's some other tools and some other areas that we really can utilize to treat chronic pain. So with that, what are some challenges that you commonly see in the primary care or the family care clinic with patients experiencing chronic pain? Great question. You know, it's interesting. And I think part of it is, you know, what we were taught as providers and what we told our patients for years and, and now what we do know differently. So for years, you know, the thought process was if you're in pain, let's give you a pain medicine. Let's titrate up on your opioids to take care of that pain. And we were really taught there was little risk for bad outcomes or adverse effects. And this is what the providers knew. This is what our patients know, you know, for use on pain management. And so when we're used to being on a certain amount of opioids and then we're told to reduce them, it's kind of scary. Like, hey, my pain's not going to be managed as well now if you cut out what I was taking for it. So I definitely see that reluctance and and trying to titrate down into a, a safer range that helps prevent the opioid overdoses that we're seeing. Second, I would say, you know, our, our treatment, as we discussed for chronic pain, is really what I try to do is a holistic approach where you're really treating the whole person and looking at how you feel about the pain, how you're understanding the pain and how we can manage it in your everyday life. That can be, you know, in our busy everyday life, really hard to do. It can sound cumbersome on too much work to, to look at other options other than taking a, a pill and thinking that we could realistically get that done and help our pain just sometimes sound like too much. Well, and, and like you said, the, the fear of... If they take my medication away, I'm already in pain, so now my medication is going to be taken away, and then I'm also going to have those withdrawal symptoms. What advice would you give to someone who maybe their primary care provider has talked to them about titrating down or reducing the amount of medication, pain medication that they receive? Another another great question, and this comes up all the time. The 
biggest thing that I have found to be successful is doing a, a gentle taper of the opioids to avoid withdrawal symptoms and work with, with your patient on what helps them titrate down but not experience the feelings of withdrawal. And it's a little bit different for everybody, but definitely if, if opioids are tapered too rapidly, it is a, a real feeling of withdrawal and that does not feel good. So we want to prevent that. The Center of Disease Control, you know, who helps teach us on the best way to manage that, gives a recommendation to gently decrease opioids by somewhere about 5 to 20% of the total amount you're taking each month. And I, I personally have found if we keep the taper at about 10%, that there are no withdrawal symptoms or very minimal, and that it's very tolerable to do. And we want to remind our listeners to make sure they're working with their providers to reduce their medication and not doing it on their own. Absolutely. It's a great team approach. The provider, you know, work, work very closely with our patient. And it's really a team effort to get this accomplished and helping the patient safely. So you've shared with us about some of the different approaches and the different aspects that impact how we experience chronic pain. Can you tell us about some of the complementary treatments for chronic pain that you might recommend for our listeners? Yes. The, the active treatments, they can include yoga, Pilates, something called Tai Chi. They're multimodal in, in treatment, meaning that they are an exercise but it's not just saying go do exercise to feel better. It, they work in a couple different manners, but they're helping to stretch and strengthen your muscles. But again, it also works on that behavioral part of being able to slow your breathing down and put you in a better mindset to help manage your pain. The ones that I, I think first off that is first and foremost is physical therapy or regular exercise to help with movement um, is often very helpful in reducing pain. They're also what's called cognitive behavioral therapy, which is a big fancy word, but it's really been shown through evidence that teaching how to kind of regulate how you're feeling about the pain and slow your body down and be more relaxed is really helpful in reducing your, your feeling of pain. I know when I was working in the primary care setting and I would have a patient referred to me as a psychologist, they expressed some frustration. They would say my primary care provider thinks I'm crazy. That's why they sent me here. They think the pain's all in my head. And so when you make a referral to a behavioral health specialist, it's really not that you're being dismissive. It's that you are trying to help give them more tools to manage their chronic pain. Right. Yeah, I totally hear you. The The best way I look at it is I, I sit down with my patient and we go over all the different treatment options for pain. And medication is one of many options. And really, 
as we find is not even the most important as we move forward with these different therapies, but it's tailored to the patient. You know, it's tailored to what works for them. So for one person, it may be Tai Chi. Another, it may be physical therapy. Another, maybe even acupuncture or chiropractic that uh, there's different options and really creating a individual tailored therapy is gives the best result and uh, hopefully, you know, really improve the quality of life for that person. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Potter, for just sharing your time and your talents and experience with our listeners. I'm just very glad to be able to help people. I understand, you know, having pain is is painful. I get that. And working with the patient together, forming a team so we can try to improve their function and quality of their life is really our overall goal. And that's really what this resource is all about, giving patients and our listeners a resource where they can really live beyond their pain and giving them more control over their life rather than their pain having control over their life. So thank you again for being with us on the show. For our listeners, please check out some of the resources we have listed in our show notes, some really great apps that can help you with incorporating some of the resources that Dr. Potter discussed on our show today. And we really want to encourage our listeners to reach out to your community resources and see what resources are available within your community. If you have a resource to share, we'd love to hear about it. Uh, Maybe it could impact some of our other listeners in your local area. We appreciate all your feedback and please let us know if there's topics you'd like us to discuss. Until the next time, be well. 